0: My friend, I'm delighted you decided to join me today. I'm Raven. You're listening to Unstruggling, a podcast where we support you with strategies for mental wellness for everyday people and bring some positivity to your day. Can't we all just get along? Do we have to fight? Well, if you think getting along means not having conflict, then nope, we can't. But if it means having healthy conflict, then absolutely. Learning to voice discontent and discomfort and have healthy conflict is something I had to learn how to do in a constructive manner after being raised in hostile environments where healthy communication wasn't modeled for me. Conflict was viewed as needlessly defiant or disturbing the peace and Voicing discontent or discomfort with my parents' behavior was seen as being rude, ungrateful, and disrespectful. This caused me to have two different unhealthy responses in the face of conflict, both of which were modeled by my parents and other family members. I would often shut down completely, which resulted in harboring a lot of resentment. I felt like nobody cared about how I felt, and I didn't know it at the time, but I didn't have healthy outlets for my difficult emotions. Holding these emotions in built up to emotional outbursts, which for me entailed yelling and sobbing at whoever had frustrated or upset me. And that is unhealthy, to communicate and express emotions from a place of emotional dysregulation. In my early 20s is when I finally noticed this behavior pattern in myself. Unfortunately, I didn't figure out how to change it until I started therapy. But you know what? I figured out how to change it. I had to learn that expressing discontent, frustration, or opposition wasn't inherently wrong. I also had to learn to give my difficult emotions a voice without being inconsiderate and continuing forward with the dysfunction I grew up with. I want to note that The reason I included expressing discontentment or frustration or discomfort in this episode on healthy conflict is because oftentimes there is a conflict surrounding sharing our difficult or negative feelings. Think of situations where you've shared your feelings and people get defensive or combative in response. I've dealt with that plenty, especially as a disabled person. I regularly encounter people who interact with me in certain ways that are inconsiderate, even though they don't intend to be. And I still point out these behaviors as inconsiderate because no matter what their intention is, their behavior still made me uncomfortable, crossed a boundary, or posed a safety risk. And I don't expect everyone I come across to understand or agree, but at a bare minimum, I want them to accept that going forward. It's not okay for them to interact with me in certain ways. Let's talk about what conflict is. Many people consider conflict to be the same as an argument or a disagreement, and it is not. I'm going to read you a slightly paraphrased section from an article I will link in the show notes, and this section is called Conflict 101. A conflict is more than a disagreement. It's a situation in which one or both parties perceives a threat, whether or not the threat is real. Conflicts continue to fester when ignored. Because they involve perceiving threats to our well-being and survival, they stay with us until we face and resolve them. We respond to conflicts based on our perceptions of the situation, not necessarily to what the objective facts are about the situation. Our perceptions are influenced by, can you guess, our life experiences, culture, values, and beliefs. Conflicts trigger strong emotions, If you aren't comfortable with your emotions or able to manage them in times of stress, you won't be able to resolve conflict successfully. Conflicts are an opportunity for growth. The ability to resolve conflict in a relationship builds trust. You can feel secure knowing your relationship can survive challenges and disagreements. With that in mind, I'm going to share changes I've made to have healthy conflict or, at the very least, participate in conflict in healthy ways. The first thing I started making a habit of doing is... Taking a moment before I communicate. And this is specific to situations where the power to initiate conversation is in my hands. Communication was so reactive and retaliatory for me growing up. So when I respond to something with negative feelings or difficult emotions now, I have to remind myself to pause and carefully think through a constructive response if I'm going to verbally engage with someone over how something they did or something they still do regularly is upsetting to me. This is the moment to remember I'm going to be talking to a person, a fellow human being with their own feelings, views, and potential baggage, even if I don't like them. This doesn't mean I prioritize other folks' feelings over mine, But I consciously decide against being intentionally hurtful, dismissive, or passive aggressive. Also, prior to a conversation I know will have tension or conflict, I set a goal. What do I hope to accomplish in this conversation? Maybe I want to point someone's problematic behavior out to them, hoping, hoping they will change, or put a stop to an insensitive behavior or pattern, improve communication, or simply want to share my feelings and just get them out have an opportunity to be heard, and possibly receive acknowledgement, understanding, reassurance, or encouragement. Acknowledgement is my base goal. The other stuff is a potential bonus. I think of conflict in three phases. Sharing, compromising, and resolution. I don't know if I heard that somewhere and I just don't remember, but that's how I think of conflict. Of course, sharing may happen in all three phases, and the compromising and resolution phases may overlap or merge. Thinking of conflict in this way helps me ensure I do my part to keep it productive rather than as a continuous back and forth or vicious circle. This is important for me because the conflict I experienced growing up sometimes lasted for hours and hours. (laughs) No joke. And while I understand that conflicts now aren't going to be dragged out like that, I do try to minimize unnecessary back and forth because some people seem to have a hard time knowing how often they've repeated themselves, how many times they just use the same defense mechanism, or simply knowing when it's appropriate to settle on a solution and wrap up the conversation. During the conflict, I try really hard (laughs) to keep my voice even-toned. This helps to keep me calm and lowers the chances that the person I'm speaking to will perceive me as on the attack. When possible, start by recognizing the other person's perspective. If I don't know what it is, then I just lead with the next step. Share my feelings in a way that's specific, to the point, and succinct. Talk about what specifically happened and how it made me feel. Give the other person or people a chance to respond without interruption and focus on what they're expressing. Though I've gotten really good at this, I still have to tell myself internally. Let them finish she's not done yet. Just listen. Just listen. And sometimes I repeat what the person is saying in my head. This is to keep myself from interrupting and also from not focusing completely on the stress I feel related to whatever initiated the conflict. Of course, I feel the stress. I'm just focused on what the other person is expressing and not my reactions to it, at least while they're speaking. Focus on action steps in the compromising phase. Really rein in any back and forth. It's very tempting to keep going on and on, but rein it in. Throw out ideas to work toward reaching a resolution. Some last things to keep in mind. Focus on the present conflict and avoid judging up irrelevant past hurts, past conflicts. I think one exception to this is when we're talking about addressing problematic behavior patterns. If you're knowingly engaging with someone who's emotionally immature, keep the conversation short. Personally, I don't think it's worth having a lengthy conversation with someone who isn't listening to what you're saying, who's coming across combative and defensive, and tends to resort to unhealthy communication approaches, like yelling, insults, storming off or storming around, or lashing out physically, even if they're only lashing out at inanimate objects. Finally, remember this, please. The goal should be resolution, not being right or making it seem like what was done is justified or how it shouldn't be a big deal. Use conflict to strengthen the relationship, not to win an argument. If you found this episode helpful in any way, please share it and let us know on social media or over on UnstrugglingPodcast.com. I appreciate you so much for listening. Let's unstruggle together.